Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 9. Let's get right to work. Transformative is what our message is today. I don't know if you've ever had an experience where you went on a retreat or you went on a mission trip or you went on some sort of a Christian outing or conference where God just met you and it was just like life changing and maybe even just coming to church one Sunday, just like a life changing moment. And those are great times. I love that when God just meets you somewhere. Now, there was a there was a time this happened for my wife and I. We were It was kind of transcendent. It's not like a normal situation, but we were on a mission trip to Rome, Italy. And so that was cool. You know, I mean, pretty nice place to be. But then the, the plan was we were there for just a part of a week, and then we were going to get in a bus, and we were going to travel through Italy to Austria to do a retreat for the church, Calvary Chapel, Rome, in, Italy, in Austria. And that was kind of a brutal, I'm not going to lie, that's a brutal bu- bus trip. You know, it was like traveling in this tight quarters, you know, don't know how to speak Italian and nobody else on the bus, but my wife and I, only my wife and I were the the English speakers. So it was just kind of a rough trip. You know, nobody knew us. It was kind of like, who are these white guys, you know, weird people here on the, on the trip. And anyway, get all the way up there and we, we, we get to the Austrian Alps where, where our castle was that we were doing the retreat in. And I mean, beautiful Schloss. Schloss Herlduck, the the castle, and right there off the lake, Milstadter, and in Milstadt, Austria, beautiful place. And you know, teaching through the book of James. And I told Shannon about partway through. I was like, "Let's just send for the kids and stay here. You know, let's move here. You know, I didn't care if I didn't speak German. I didn't care. It was just so beautiful and so picturesque. But it it wasn't just that. It was that God met us there." I think Trevor, one of the guys on the trip, Trevor, he's like, is it so wrong that I want to live in this castle and drink Italian espresso for the rest of my life? And I was like, no, Trevor, that's not wrong at all. That's what I want to do, you know? <laughs> but it wasn't that. It was, it was that God met us there and, you know, just so transformative. For us, for the Italian church, you know, we just connected. I mean, the fellowship of believers and the, the Spirit of God was just so present. I love it when you get an opportunity to experience that type of a thing where God just meets you. And that's what we're going to look at today. Jesus takes his disciples on a retreat. And so if you'll stand with me, Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9, verse 28, Luke records by the Holy Spirit. Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he, Jesus, took Peter, John, and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered, and his robe became white and glistening. And behold, two men talked with him, who were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his decease, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. But Peter 
And those with him were heavy with sleep. When they were fully awake, they saw his glory, and the two men stood with him. Then it happened as they were parting from him that Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were fearful as they entered the cloud. And the voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son, hear him. And when the voice had ceased, Jesus was found alone, but they kept quiet and told no one in those days any of the things that they had seen. And Father, I just pray as we go through this passage together, Lord, that you would open our hearts and our minds to all that it is that your spirit is speaking to us, Lord, as a church and as individuals. And I just pray, Jesus, that you would meet us here, speak to us, Lord, be transformed before our eyes, Lord, as we, as we seek to gaze upon you through your word. I pray that you would open up the eyes of our hearts to see and open up our spiritual ears to hear. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So last time we saw Jesus again praying. And as he was praying, his disciples came to him and he asked them that question. Who do men say that I am? Who do people say that I am? What do the crowds say about me? And they said, you know, some say you're Elijah. Some say you're one of the prophets. Some say you're John the Baptist. And, and he says, but who do you say that I am? And of course, Peter was the one who spoke. And he said, you are the Christ. And of course, the other, the other gospels tell us that he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. And, and, and Jesus's response to Peter was, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And so this was a spiritual revelation that Peter received, a special knowledge that only Peter, maybe the other disciples, but Peter heard specifically from the Father. And, and in parallel to that, as Luke casts these stories next to each other, we see that Jesus not just revealed to them through the, 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 the heart of the Father as he just he reveals that to Peter, but they actually get to see Jesus as he truly is, as he is in his glory and in his majesty. And I, I love that. I am, maybe, maybe you have seen that. Maybe you've experienced that. And it isn't often that we get an ex to experience that, but oftentimes it is when we go on a retreat or something like that. You know, we're going up to the men's retreat and you're just wanting to hear from God. Right. You just you just you need to hear from God or maybe you're just not knowing what to expect, but you're just open and, and your cell phone doesn't work. And, and so you go up to the retreat and there's nothing to do on your phone. You know, and so what do you do? You read your Bible, you pray, you talk to other guys, you get encouraged and then God speaks. And I wonder about that. Maybe it's, you know, whether it's on a mountaintop or foreign land, it's not so much about that. But it's that God has, because by virtue of the retreat or by virtue of the conference, God has our attention. And so actually, rather than just coming and being so distracted about everything that's going on, in that moment, we're undistracted. and Maybe even more so in that moment, we're expecting God to say something to speak to us. And so in verse 28, it says, Now it came to pass, about eight days after these sayings, that he took Peter, James, and John and went up to the mountain to pray. So why did they go up to the mountain? They, they went up there to spend time in prayers. Jesus often did. We talked about that last time. And, and we know that they're right outside of Caesarea Philippi. So the other Gospels tell us that it was right outside of Caesarea Philippi where Jesus went out to pray and they came to him. And then he said those sayings about the cost of discipleship and all the things 
that he talked about. And yet that's quite a ways away, 62 miles to be exact, from Caesarea Philippi to Mount Tabor, where traditionally they say the Mount of Transfiguration was. And if you've ever seen Mount Tabor, you can look it up on Google. You'll see that it's in a bit in the middle of a plain, and it's just a big mound. It's nothing we would call a mountain. It's just a big mound. We might call it the big pimple or something like that. It's just, it's like that. It's just a big mound that's sitting out there in the middle of nowhere, about 2,000 feet high. So it's a pretty big hill, but not something that we would call a, a, a large mountain or a high mountain. And quite a ways away. I mean, that would be quite the trek. It says here eight days, about eight days after these sayings, the other gospels cut off the day of and the day after, I guess, and, and they, they kind of, they shrink it down to six. He says about, they say six. You know, probably six days of travel between one to the other. But that's 62 miles on foot over pretty rough terrain would be quite the hike to get to Mount Tabor. And the other thing is archaeology has revealed recently that there was a fortress on top of Mount Tabor for Roman soldiers. And so I don't know that Jesus would want to go out there with the Roman soldiers and say, hey, guys, scoot over, we're going to have a moment. Maybe not. But what makes more sense and what more commentators today believe is that they actually went to Mount Hermon which some people call Hermon, which I don't like. So we're going to call it Hermon. It just seems weird, Hermon. I don't know. Anyway, Mount Hermon. And, and that mountain is a high mountain. It's just right there next to Caesarea Philippi. It's just about five miles to the base of Caesarea, from Caesarea Philippi to the base of the mountain and another five miles up to the peak. It's 11,000 feet up. And it's snow-capped. And there's actually a ski resort there today. So you could have a holy moment there skiing. But the reason I think it's this is because this is a high mountain, and they would have climbed about, you know, who knows, 5,000 feet up. I don't know how, it doesn't tell us how high up on the mountain they went, but they climbed up this mountain. And then you have to ask the question, another question that comes up when we think about the story is, why did Jesus just take these guys? What about the other nine? What about Thaddeus, and what about, what about Judas, or the other Judas, or what about... You know, the other James. Why, why did they just take these three guys, Peter, James, and John? What about Andrew? You know, and, and then we have to realize that, you know, actually Jesus had a group of disciples, the 12 disciples, but he had many more disciples than that. But then within that group, he had kind of a tight knit or, or an inner, a tight knit circle, an inner circle between him and these three guys. And sometimes Andrew would be involved in that and sometimes not. But it seems like these guys were part of that. And sometimes we wonder about that when it comes to life. You know, how come God doesn't use me to do that? Or how come I don't get to do that ministry or, or the other ministry? Or how come Jesus would choose that person to do what I feel like I want to do? Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.